So the housing wire debate uh, is, is to say that the one surefire way to cool the market would be to increase mortgage rates. Now, why is that the case, do you think? Well, let's make this simple. What's driving the market is actually twofold. We're going to go over two things that would need to happen for the market to cool down. But first off, why would a foreclosure deals coach, a real estate professional, agent, appraiser, investor, private money lender, why would a guy in my shoes want the housing market to slow down? Well, it's simple. It's going too fast. Okay, The growth that we are seeing right now is the equivalent of running an Indy car at full throttle through the twisties. Like You might make it, but there's a good shot that you're going to slam into the wall if you don't pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, And that's how I'm feeling at the moment. We are on breakneck speed mode as as the real estate market is traveling right now, and we've got to find a way to slow things down. Because an unbalanced market like this is akin to that analogy of running a race car in the red. It is fun for a while, but eventually something catches on fire. (laughs) We don't want that, guys. We don't want that. It's cool to watch, though. Right? Yeah. But I can tell you that we can't sustain this pace forever and we really, really need to slow things down. So, how are we going to do that? Well, their proposal is you increase interest rates. If you increase interest rates from where they are today, which is in the upper 2% range, okay, to even going to 3 to 4%, which is still very, very good as far as rates go, okay, you will effectively reduce the buying power of the current buyer population by up to 25%. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Johnny Corum. Hey. You guys are awesome. Oh my goodness. I don't know what I'd do without my studio audience. You guys, you just rock. You're so consistent. Like, it sounds exactly the same on every show. It's These incredible. Guys, I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but uh, I need to get go to their vocal coach. I love it. Because it's a consistent Amazing. output every time. That soulful voice you're hearing is my executive producer and main man, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Uh, things, are, things are moving with the team. Uh, we told you guys about high level. Um, before in a previous episode, we've ramped up some Facebook ads and are running them through the uh, Go High Level uh, software and the app, and we're seeing some um, some really good things as far as the automation setups. We're getting some uh, some potentially good prospects and uh, going through the process of qualifying those and potentially working with people who want to buy our deals. So, you know, in addition to my wholesaling thing and everything else, you know, we've got a lot of got a lot of movement with the team, and so it's going really well. Yeah, man, I love it. You know, we're we're actually forming. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have joined up with Berkshire Hathaway, uh, the ultimate investor group here in our Colorado Springs market, um, and we are the investment group here at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. So we're going to have um, our team lead, Mr. Kevin Osborne, on the show coming up. So stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, man, a lot of great movement with the team. We're doing some cool stuff right now. Got our foreclosure list campaign 
uh, relaunching. I think that's going to be a game changer. Hasn't been much in the last couple of years because there haven't been very many foreclosures to show right. y'all. But um, times are changing, and we're getting out in front of it. So super excited about that. Let's get to our news article of the week here. Housing Wire, in kind of a duh moment here, reports that we need higher rates and higher mortgage rates, mind you, to cool the housing market. So the title of today's show is, is a cool down on the horizon. Um, and kind of going over, do we? What can we do to slow this crazy market? Now, if you are a, I guess, outsider to the real estate industry, and you're listening to this show to get more educated, first of all, kudos to you because you just found the leading resource for foreclosure data and information. So stay tuned and welcome to the show. Um, if you've been with us a while, you probably already know that this is the craziest housing market that we have seen in a very long time. Now, we, we are do most of our business in the Colorado Springs, Colorado market. And to give you a quick idea on what you're dealing with, you got a population of about 600,000 people. Okay, so not a major metro, but a pretty good sized town. 600, maybe 700,000 people here in town. Heavy, heavy military contingent. We've got three military bases here in town Fort Carson, uh, the Air Force Academy, Peterson Air Force Base, and if you go just a bit east, we have Shriver Air Force Base, which up until recently was the home of the uh, Space Force. Uh, which has recently been moved to Huntsville, Alabama. Don't oh, even wow. get me started on that because I'm going to get all upset about that. It's a discussion for another time. Okay, okay. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Once I'm on a tirade, right? <laughs> yeah, well, this will be a 30-minute show over right. something that's not even, not even, what even supposed to be the topic, right? Okay. So, the housing wire debate uh, is, is to say that the one surefire way to cool the market would be to increase mortgage rates. Now, why is that the case, do you think? Well, let's make this simple. What's driving the market is actually twofold. We're going to go over two things that would need to happen for the market to cool down. But first off, why would a foreclosure deals coach, a real estate professional, agent, appraiser, investor, private money lender, why would a guy in my shoes want the housing market to slow down? Well, it's simple. It's going too fast. Okay, The growth that we are seeing right now is the equivalent of running an Indy car at full throttle through the twisties. Like You might make it, but there's a good shot that you're going to slam into the wall if you don't pump the brakes a little bit. Okay, And that's how I'm feeling at the moment. We are on breakneck speed mode as the real estate market is traveling right now, and we've got to find a way to slow things down. Because an unbalanced market like this is akin to that analogy of running a race car in the red. It is fun for a while, but eventually something catches on fire. (laughs) We don't want that, guys. We don't want that. It's cool to watch, though. Right? Yeah. But I can tell you that we can't sustain this pace forever and we really, really need to slow things down. So, how are we going to do that? Well, their proposal is you increase interest rates. If you increase interest rates from where they are today, which is in the upper 2% range, okay, to even going to 3 to 4%, which is still very, very good as far as rates go, okay, you will effectively reduce the buying 
power of the current buyer population by up to 25%. Here's what I mean, okay? If you've got a house today at 2.5% interest, which is what we're seeing far more consistent than we should be, and we're not talking about stellar credit buyers. We're talking a normal buyer right now is getting somewhere between 25 and 2.75, right? So today, that guy is looking at a payment on a 30-year term of about I'm calculating it for you now. He's doing it right now, folks. This is a dedicated foreclosure deals coach. It's Man, happening as we speak, right? This dude is about it. This dude's payment now at three at two and a half percent is now going to be with taxes, insurance, and all that stuff. We're going to figure twelve hundred for taxes. Okay, right? We're going to figure about a thousand a year for insurance. Okay, that makes sense. You're sitting there at thirteen sixty eight a month. Okay, oh, okay. Let's say rates go up to. Three and a half percent. We're just going to raise them by one percentage point. All right. That same house goes up to a fifteen hundred and thirty dollar a month payment. Okay? okay. Now that doesn't seem like a big deal, but you talk about it on the surface, one hundred and fifty, one hundred and eighty dollars a month. Right. But I can tell you, having dealt with the entry level retail buyer market for the better part of my career, every dollar counts to the entry level buyer. When you're heading up in the million dollar range, a guy sees a payment increase of five hundred, a thousand dollars. It's a minor inconvenience for him, right. but it's not going to make or break the deal. The buyers that are buying in the entry level are scraping their pennies to achieve the American dream of home ownership and any impact, $100, $150, $200 a month, which for a lot of income producers is nothing, is a huge deal if you're a starter home buyer. Right, so what would effectively happen is you would reduce the buying power by two hundred dollars a month, which is a huge amount of money as it relates to that property. Now their buying power has gone from a three hundred thousand dollar house to a two hundred seventy five thousand dollar house. And if you're listening to this in the Colorado Springs or Colorado market at large, you know that two hundred seventy five thousand dollars won't buy you a closet. <laughs> here in this town. Okay. So at the end of the day, that would wipe them out. So a minor increase in rates would have a major impact on the market. And I, I truly believe that the banks are not happy lending out money at two to three percent. You gotta remember big money likes big money. And there was a time where banks were lending out mortgages. You know, if, if you're you know, I talked to my dad and he was saying, you know, getting an eight or nine percent interest rate was considered stellar. Right, you go back to the eighties, you'll find fifteen, sixteen percent interest oh, wow. rates. But why were people crazy enough to pay that? Because the houses were forty grand. Yeah, it's not it's not as bad. Right? And today you can't buy the doorknob on the front door for the forty grand. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So the times have changed. So rates should logically be lower, just not near as low as they are. So why are they so low? Well, our wonderful federal government, again, we, we try to avoid politics on this show, but even in the previous era, combined with the current era, they were pumping just copious amounts of money into the market through stimulus packages, billions of dollars being funneled into the market, literally printing fictional money to keep the economy going during the coronavirus scandal. And maybe that was necessary at the time, but like everything, what you do in the dark is going to come to light eventually. So when you pump this much money into the market, interest rates logically went down because there's more money in the float, more money available in the marketplace, but you where now you set another problem in motion, which is this crazy nut job real estate market that we're in today. Mm-hmm. 
you know? And obviously, as a real estate professional, I love a crazy nut job market. This is super cool. But we also know it can't last forever, and we need to start planning for a future where the market stabilizes. Housing Wire is saying that one way is going to be to increase interest rates, and I don't think the feds are... uh, Paying attention to that, okay? So I don't think at this point they're going to raise rates anytime soon, but it's certainly a good idea to do that. What's the other thing we can do to reduce the craze going on in the real estate market, Jay? What do you think, man? What else What else can we do to slow things down? Hmm. So to slow it down, yeah. we would need to figure out, one, we know that interest rates contribute to you know, the the speed of the market. And so we would need to maybe identify some other factors sure. that would, you know, speed it up or, you know, potentially add on to the, you know, uh, equity and over, you know, the overall prices of homes, you know, at the end market. So um, I don't know, man. Uh, the only the only other things I'm seeing is, you know, adding or well, one of the things that I see is adding costs to um, people's homes is, you know, the commissions and the closing costs and sure. things like that they pay. So um, what, how would, how would we maybe, you know, remedy that? Well, it's an interesting thing. And, you know, and it's funny because I've been a licensed real estate agent for 15 years. Okay. So what I'm going to say next is going to seem a little bit awkward, but one way we could slow things down would be to take the agents out. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. You know, one question I'm asked all the time is how do I get started in real estate investing? Here's the thing. In order to get into the game, you got to have access to the big data that drives the real estate market. After all, you wouldn't trade stocks without a trading platform, and you shouldn't get started in investing in real estate without DealHunter.io. DealHunter.io is an application that I use daily to find the best deals in the real estate market, to provide that information to my lending partner so I can fund those deals, to know how to fix those deals, to bring them in line with the market, and most importantly, how to sell those deals at a profit. So if you're looking to get started in real estate investing, head on out to dealhunter.io and sign up for a free seven-day trial of the PropStream application that'll separate you from other competitors of the real estate market. With that, this is Donnie Corum from dealhunter.io reminding you, don't buy a house buy a deal wait a minute i just got my license a couple years ago love you man sorry uh-huh. um <laughs> <laughs> and that's an unpopular opinion especially if you're a real estate agent listening to the show and i am listen i i love this industry i love what we're doing but let's let's really take what's happening today into account and just put it into a simple sense you've got an industry that's almost split evenly between people who focus on buyers and people who focus on sellers. Actually, if you really look at the numbers, you have maybe 70-30, where it's mostly 30% listing agents and 70% buyer's agents. Okay, People get in the industry and they focus on the buyer's side. If you're making your living on the buyer's side of this transaction, and there's a limited amount of inventory, so we got reduced supply, Okay, and demand has not been affected much. If anything, demand has gone up being incited by low interest rates and the buying part of the buyer has gone up. What has happened now is there's a sales element to this that is now screwing up the market. And here's what I mean. If a real estate agent's got to feed his family that month and there are five houses to pick from, and that's actually 
right now generous because there may be one house to pick from that fits the buyer's criteria. Right. Okay, but there are five houses to pick from. He's going to really push one or two of those properties. Now that's generally true. A lot of people go into real estate not realizing that it's a sales job. Okay. But now they're starting to realize it's really a sales job because there's only a handful of properties available. So they got to push the uh, the remaining inventory has to be pushed harder. Okay, right. to do that, they're not taking into account what's good for the consumer. They're taking into account what's good for paying their mortgage that month. Which means if this is the only available house, Mr. Buyer, and you're a client of a typical real estate agent, and again, guys, this is not to be negative, just to give you a picture of what is happening in the marketplace right now. The promotion rate has doubled or tripled because there's half the available inventory, if not a third of the available inventory, to show to that buyer. So more people are logically pushing less inventory. The net effect is that prices are being driven up by agents saying, hey, if you really want this house, I know it's listed at 275 and there are none, so don't bother looking. You're going to find the thing at 275 here, okay? But we're going to have to pay three hundred grand to get this property. And the buyer's agent's going, well, are you sure? I mean, that's 25000 above that's asking price. That's a lot more. That's a lot. I'm giving, that's a lot of money I'm giving up. Yeah, man, I'm telling you the market's crazy. Is the agent being dishonest or providing a disservice? No. If the, crazy. if the buyer needs a house, they're doing right by their client by explaining the only shot that you've got to get this property is to go above asking price. Right. Right? So I don't think it's bad in any way. I'm just saying it's a harsh reality of having a heavily agent-laden market where there are more agents than there probably should be in the marketplace. So a second way we could theoretically, and we're going off a theory right now, but we could theoretically slow down this market would be to reduce the total agent count. Right? If you are one of the weak, this might be a good time to consider a different job. No, man, McDonald's is hiring, bro. Ouch. I wasn't thinking about going to that level. Not that we don't love you, McDonald's. Appreciate what y'all do. I was there. I was there today. See, nothing wrong with that. But you see what I'm saying? Like the sales mechanism, as you mentioned, is adding 6% to the purchase price of houses. I did a flip in Colorado Springs, Colorado, zip code 80909 in January of 2020. I sold that property for $305,000, and I thought I was getting top of market for it because I had rehabbed it. It was a beautiful property. I was like, yeah, this is a you know top of market, but this is a good deal because that's what's available right now. In January of 2021, logged into the MLS, and I see that exact same property on the market for three fifty. But oh, on wow. the market was not very long because days later, it was under contract at three fifty. <laughs> Right, a year went by, and they made forty five thousand more. So two instincts, you know, kind of hit me. Number one, man, why the hell they sell that for three hundred five? Yeah, right. Right, and two, this market has lost its ever loving mind. Okay, so what's pushing that? Well, the listing agent wasn't incorrect in telling their seller, "Hey, we can get three fifty for this house." You know how we can prove that? The property went under contract. Right. What's killing me about listing agents right now is they're selling these properties 25, 30 grand above market, and then they're bragging about it like they've done their seller a favor. I got to be honest with you. If you work for me as my listing agent, if you're representing me in the sale of my home, 
Okay? <laughs> and you managed to sell it for thirty to 40000 more than you told me you could get. I am going to punch you in the mouth. <laughs> Don't let it happen to you guys. Don't let it be you. Don't be celebrating. Hey, man, I got thirty grand more than I thought. Isn't that cool? <laughs> What'd you hit me for? You know why I hit you. <laughs> I'm nonviolent, I swear. I'm, I'm a really, I'm a, I'm a teddy bear. I'm just, <laughs> just playing with y'all. But that's the reality of the market we're in. It's being so heavily driven by the sales comps that we are overpricing everything to begin with, and then we're seeing an increase from that overprice. Mm. It's insane. Mm, no, yeah. And the agent population and the interest rates are driving it. Okay, so what is going to happen if we continue to run the real estate market in the red? Well, let me tell you what's already happening. We've talked numerous times. We did it so many times that I stopped even wanting to do articles about reports about foreclosure percentages increasing because I felt like you guys had heard that so many times that I was becoming old news for the show. But we're still seeing it. We are still seeing that foreclosures in cities all across the country are showing record highs. Why is everybody talking about how amazing the market is if the foreclosure market is showing record percentages of foreclosure filings? Because the agent population is not talking about that. Okay? Because the interest rates, the mortgage brokers aren't talking about that. Because it doesn't matter. right? It doesn't matter yet. But you're tuned into this show as a deal hunter... Because you want to know what's about to happen. And my professional opinion about what's about to happen is the market is now barreling towards a brick wall at full speed and nobody wants to pump the brakes, including largely yours truly. Because the reality of a massive collapse is we will have a bunch of foreclosures available. We will be able to buy properties well below market. And if things go as planned on this cycle, your, your boy here is retiring. <laughs> You're prepared now. I'm ready. Because last time in 2008, I was like everybody else. The sky is falling. Chicken little. We're not going to make it. I started selling stuff. I went and got a job. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It was only years later that I realized that had I just kept my head about me, if I just kept my wits about me, that the best market for those of us in the real estate investing space, maybe the best market that has ever existed, is now barreling towards, it's coming towards us faster than we could possibly predict. Okay, we have a, we have a ability to capitalize on that if we understand what's going to happen next and then start making motion towards that direction right now instead of going with a chicken little attitude. Like, this is just not happening. Okay, denial ain't just a river in Egypt, <laughs> right? You guys are listening to this show and hopefully attending our live events and keep some, you know, keep some, uh, just a general service. We'll be posting on the foreclosure deals coach thing. We're doing a lot of live events here in the Denver and Colorado Springs market. Uh, we're going to be meeting up at the office. I would love an opportunity to meet you. We definitely speak to a national audience when we're talking about foreclosures and, the, and listings and things of that nature. But I want to meet you guys who are trying to get in this on a local scene so I can help you. And if you're looking for coaching on a national basis, we're analyzing markets all across the country right now we're identifying hot spots and we will be bringing the foreclosure deals coaching message to a town near you relatively soon just keep an ear out okay but in the meantime what can you do well if you're a real estate agent start considering your career options hmm. 
Okay, because things are going to get interesting. Zillow is right now, we're going to do a whole show on this about Zillow buying showing time. We're going to talk about how dangerous that is for the market, right? But in general, Zillow is looking to replace the entire real estate agent model. And they're a billion dollar, heavily backed, publicly traded company. I got to tell you, you may think that we're immune to it, but you are wrong, okay? In the meantime, slowing things down is going to mean less income, especially for the buyer's agent side, and perhaps on the listing agent side too, because you know people selling may be selling at the top of the market right now and making more money on their house than they could ever dreamt, but they don't know where they're going to go. Right? They can't find a house to replace that. So a lot of people aren't selling because of that. Other people aren't selling because they don't want people in their home while coronavirus is still a concern, although the vaccine seems like it should have solved that. Yeah, and we've been wearing masks for a long time, too, and social distancing and doing wait, a lot of different stuff. So, wait, none of that helped? Yeah, I thought that was, we were flattening the curve with that yeah. like February last year. Right, and yet we're still talking about that. Or maybe... Maybe. This was just part of the scandal to slow down the economy. Uh, hmm, I wonder. But that's for another day. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, guys, that's our show for today. I, I, just keep an eye on what's going on. Don't just listen to the talking heads of the media and just take what they're saying for granted. Listen, I'm one of the talking heads. Go out and verify this data. Find out on the Google foreclosures in your town and look at the increase in filings that's probably happening as we speak. I know it is. Most cities, states, etc., are pro tenant. They're not evicting people who aren't paying rent. They put them on a moratorium to do evictions, so they stop paying rent. That's going to lead to foreclosures, okay? A lot of people can't do the work they need to get done to their property, so that's going to lead to more foreclosures. And finally, interest rates going up will prevent the movement of the market, which will also lead to more foreclosures. All of it means that Foreclosure Deals Coach is going to be a great show to hang out and listen to, right? So it all kind of directs right back to yours truly, which is I'm cool with that, right? So let's wrap up with that. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Hey, listen, if you know somebody needs to hear more about the foreclosure market, tell them about the show, would you? Hit us up, Foreclosure Deals Coach. Go to the Facebook page, and I'd love to get some more feedback from you podcast listeners as to what you think about the show. Tell me good, bad, positive, negative, whatever. Shoot straight with me. Love to know what you think and what you'd like us to talk about here on the show. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Like our Facebook page, Foreclosure Deals Coach, for the latest in real estate and foreclosure investing. Become a part of our community. Search Foreclosure Deals Coach on Facebook to join today.